Welcome to the Spiritual Life Management Podcast, where we help you bring balance in your life and live to your fullest potential with your host, Gretchen Smith. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Spiritual Life Management. I am your host, Gretchen Smith, and I am continuing a little mini series here on manifesting. Now, just to recap, if you didn't catch the last episode, it's on manifesting and overcoming limiting beliefs. If you're not aware of your beliefs, it's really hard to change them. Wayne Dyer says, there is only one grand lie that we are limited. The only limits we have are the limits we believe. So if you haven't already checked out that episode, I really encourage you to go back and revisit the last episode, which is manifesting, overcoming limiting beliefs. All right. So it is never too late in the year or in your life to write your compelling story, to set your intentions and to manifest. So whenever you found this episode, the time is right for you. So we're going to talk a lot about intentions today. So what are intentions? Intention means the goal or purpose behind a specific action or set of actions. A plan in your mind to do something. An act or instance of determining mentally upon some action or result. In a spiritual community, we talk a lot about setting your intentions, especially when it comes to manifesting. However, this is often an area or key element that's actually glossed over. If you have read a book on manifesting or listened to YouTube videos or podcasts about manifesting, they might mention setting intentions. For instance, Make sure you set your intention on what you'd like to manifest or get a clear intention before you manifest. Intentions are actually key and important in everything we do in our life and certainly, most definitely, when it comes to manifesting. So today I'm going to provide you with tools and tips that you need to leverage your intention to manifest your desires. But first, I want to ask you, When you wake up each day, do you have a plan? Do you have goals or intentions for the day? Or do you go through the day and life just happens to you? I'm serious. Often life just happens to people. There are many times in my life where I get up at the same time, eat the same thing for breakfast, even see the same cars pull out of their driveways at the same time and see the same cars on the freeway day after day. I go to work with a bit of a plan or agenda, do work, go home with the same cars, have dinner, sleep, and of course, repeat. Hey, do you remember that Kia Soul commercial? Cars were my industry for almost 30 years, so you may not be familiar with the Kia Soul. But about 11 years ago, they put out a commercial with these hamsters in the Soul. It starts out with this view of a typical California neighborhood exactly like mine. The garage doors all open up and there are all these hamsters on their hamster wheels. Then there's a shot of the freeway with hamsters on hamster wheels on the freeway. Then this Kia Soul pulls up to the stoplight with hamsters in it, looking at the other hamsters in their wheels. The cool, high-vibing hamsters are in the soul. They're popping and locking to hip-hop music. And actually, it really looks a little bit more like a night at the Roxbury. You get the picture. But 
this is when it really hit me. I'm that damn freaking hamster on that wheel. And so are most of the people in the world. Maybe even you. Life was just happening to us. The same old thing, just another day, doing the grind, Monday, wait until the hump day, and then thank God for Friday. You know the drill. We weren't creating the story we dreamed of. Life was just happening to us. I don't know about you, but I want to jam out in life and I want to be the happy hamster in the Kia Soul or something better. Well, actually, something much, much better than a Kia Soul, but that's just me. I decided I'd be the creator of my story. I wanted to create my compelling story. Live my life on purpose. Yes, on purpose. And manifest or create my reality. And I'm going to teach you how. But first, I want to share this really crazy story. I went on a work retreat many, many years ago. Myself and about 10 of my colleagues were selected to go out on this retreat with very little information. It was somewhat secretive. We were all given a list of things to pack that included things like jeans, bug spray, tennis shoes, hat, and so on. Now, you see, we were used to being put up in places like the Waldorf Astoria or Four Seasons for meetings. And, you know, this was really shocking, this list. We had no idea what we were in for. We were given an emergency contact name and a number for our loved ones to have in case they needed to call us or contact us. But our cell phones were confiscated. We arrived at a rundown hotel off the side of a highway in the middle of nowhere a few hours outside of Houston. We thought it was some sort of joke. I mean, literally, this hotel stood right along the side of the highway and there was nothing else there. Then some of us were told that we'd be sharing rooms with others. Some people shared rooms with complete strangers, like me. All of this was very much outside of our comfort zone. The next morning, we were picked up in these vans and taken to a ranch and shouted out by what resembled drill sergeants. It was the most eye-opening, shocking, introspective few days of my entire life. It was like... Outward bound meets fear factor meets basic training meets spiritual retreat. And I'm not kidding. We were immediately told to select a power partner for the program. I was subjected to being blindfolded and had to trust my beloved power partner, Dennis, who was my eyes and direction to walk me through a crazy obstacle course where the guy literally right in front of me broke his leg on it. I stood in trust, waiting for my turn and my fate as this poor man was groaning in dire pain while they helped him from the course. We cried. We were scared shitless. We laughed. We loved each other like never before. We stood out on a wire cable in the rain and finally came in due to extreme lightning, saved by lightning. Who would have thought that? Then it poured and rained. And walking on coals was canceled for the night. Thank God. So instead, we climbed a 30-foot ladder, stood on the very top rung where it clearly says, do not stand, and free fell onto a concrete floor, trusting our team would catch us. We wrote our eulogy, and we stared into the eyes of others, into their soul for what seemed like ours. We fought over race, religion, and literally slapped each other in the face out of love. 
This program was called Discover Leadership. It's one of the most transformative leadership programs in the world. I'm not sure how much I learned about being a leader, but I learned a tremendous amount about myself. Well, this wasn't a spiritual camp. It was spiritual for me and most of us, if not all of us. After this experience, some people quit their job. Some people climbed the ladder quickly. A few got divorced. Others found work-life balance. And others had an awakening of sorts. I learned so much about what I was made out of, what life was really about, and I learned about living on purpose, taking full responsibility for myself, making each moment count, and writing my compelling story. And I'm going to share the compelling story with you. This is where you start to retire the hamster wheel and create the life you want. And you don't have to stand in the rain on a wire cable with lightning to get it. The compelling story is basically your intention. It's about putting the kibosh on being a victim of what is happening to you and designing or manifesting the life you want and taking full responsibility for what is taking place in your life. The compelling story is intended to help you create positive outcomes for your day, your week, or even your life because you have the power to control your circumstances. I like to think of the compelling story as laying the groundwork for setting intentions into action. Personally, I use a compelling story to paint the picture of how I want my day or life to look. And then I get a very clear intention to manifest. I guarantee you, you are not going to learn this powerful process in any other program. So here are some things you're going to need to consider before you write your compelling story. Don't let limiting beliefs hold you back. Remember the quote about the grand lie. Don't let fear hold you back. Fear is only in your mind. What would you do if money wasn't a concern? Where would you live? Where would you go? What would you do? What would your career be? And so on. What do you desire and what truly matters the very most to you? What key things would you like to accomplish this year? Or maybe it's just for today or the week. What tools and resources are available so that you may accomplish this and try to get very specific? Okay, so those are things that you should really take to heart before you write your compelling story. I'll lay out the steps of writing your story. You can take notes on this and do this on your own time or simply come back to this episode. So I want to set the stage a little bit. Before you begin to write your story, find a nice quiet place without distraction. Put your phone on silent or better yet, leave it somewhere else. Get cozy and get at peace with yourself. I had an old boss that went through this same program. And each year, he'd take a group of us at Palace Verdes, overlooking the Pacific Ocean. It was peaceful and a great place to get grounded, connect with our inner self and our desires before we'd write our compelling story for the year. If you have a nice place like this, go there and do it. If you're a meditator, I recommend that you do a brief meditation to get in connection with yourself. Today, I'm mainly sharing the compelling story as a means to set your intentions for the year of things that you'd like to manifest. 
But remember, you can use this for each day. You can do this little simple process every morning. You can do it for your week. Or you can do a little bit more of a lengthy process for your year. You can do it any time. So your story has four key steps. The first one is, your story needs to have a positive outcome with achieving your desires. Try to incorporate the things that you can completely control. So things like action steps or attainable goals, being positive. It might include things like creating X amount number of sales calls to be the top sales agent at your workplace or working on so many chapters a week to complete the book that you're working on this year or time in the gym or diet choices you make. All right. So the next step, step number two, is visualize yourself taking the steps of doing what needs to be done to achieve these items throughout the day, the week, or the year. Step number three is simply starting with end goals. In other words, you're going to write your story backwards. So it'll be in past tense, like you've already done or achieved the desired outcome so that your story is complete and you're telling it back like it was. As you're writing, feel the excitement. This is step number four. Feel the excitement, the joy, and gratitude for what you desire is being delivered to you. And in your story, feel this deep into your heart. Your heart should feel expansive and you should be so excited while you're writing. Okay, so those are the four key steps to writing your compelling story. And here's just a really brief example. 2021 was an amazing year. I started the year by writing my compelling story and creating my intentions to manifest my desires. I established attainable goals to achieve my certification in alternative medicine. In early January, I signed up for classes to expand my knowledge in natural remedies. I traveled to Brazil to explore the jungle and learned about alternative healing with the natives. And so on. You can see how this is all in past tense. I'm telling this story as if it's already happened. This is my story. This is how it will unfold for me. And you can do the same. I have found that when writing the story... Your true desires and intentions pour through on paper. Sometimes things come up that you never even dreamed of. They may not have even seemed realistic or possible or you didn't even realize they were all that important to you. But write them down. Don't let your ego get in the way. This is your story, your dream. The compelling story works because it's a source of accountability for your desires. It's a tool for getting clear with the universe on what you'd like for yourself. If we truly plan to have a happy, successful day, you will likely do so despite the circumstances. And even if challenging obstacles come into play, you can always get back on plan because you create the story. It takes us from being the victim to the creator or from allowing life happening to us to creating what's happening. Once you write the story for the year, you are ready to begin writing out your intentions for what you'd like to manifest. You may do this shortly after writing your story or after a bit of time. I generally recommend picking out 
key elements from your compelling story and crafting them into intentions to manifest. You can pick as little or as many as you'd like to manifest. Just like with your compelling story, set the stage. Ensure you have a quiet, peaceful space. Try to relax or do a meditation. When you are done, get really excited about what you're going to set your intentions as and ignite your manifestation. This is a magical time of creating your dream. So let your imagination flow. And here's a tip. The higher your vibration when setting your intention, the more powerful and likely they are to manifest. To help with your vibration, you may want to set out a clear quartz or citrine crystal. Play high vibrational music, light a candle, be in nature. But most of all, just be excited. Manifesting is all about the state of appreciation. Take time to be appreciative and express gratitude for what you already have in your life and for what you're about to manifest. It's a great time to raise your vibe. High vibrations are necessary to manifest. Intentions. Intentions are best to be written as a statement. They are generally brief, clear, and inspiring. They should be written in present tense, like an affirmation. They must be written as if they are already true in a positive outcome. The difference between I want to be successful and I am successful is huge. Do you see the difference? Here are a few examples of affirmations. Instead of I want to be happy, write I am happy. If you're having health issues and you'd like to become healthier in 2021, your intention may be I'm in a state of radiant, vibrant health. Or if you're looking to manifest a spouse or partner, your intention statement may be, I am in a deeply loving and committed relationship with a person of my dreams. Once you wrap up your intention setting process, take some time to sit with them. Visualize what it will look like once they come to fruition in your life. How is life different? What does it look like and how does it feel? How have you evolved or how have things changed? Place your intentions in a loving space, perhaps in a blessing box, a special folder, a binder, a sacred drawer, and so on. You may want to revisit them and rewrite your affirmations on post-its or note cards and place them in highly visible places too, like a bathroom mirror, computer monitor screen, refrigerator door, dashboard of your car, or a piece of gym equipment like a treadmill you may have in your home. Constantly repeating these affirmations of intention embed the message into your subconscious, which reflects upon our behavior and alters the energy around us. You see, it's quite simple actually. That's the process of getting clear on your story, your intention, and what you'd like to manifest. In the next episode, I will share the important component of action steps, letting go and trusting the universe, and other critical components to manifesting your dreams. You see, manifesting is a process, so I hope you will join me on the next episode to manifest your deepest desires. Until next time, namaste.
Thanks for listening to the Spiritual Life Management Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please take a moment to like, subscribe, and share. It really helps us reach more listeners. If you want to connect, please drop your comments below or visit GretchenSmithCoaching.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at GretchenSmithCoaching or Facebook at Spiritual Life Management. Additional information on this episode can be found below in the show notes.